Welcome back to Talking Giants. We've had about two weeks off, Danny. And who I'm talking to is Danny King, co-host of the show Talking Giants. You might have heard of it. He's here with me, Bobby Skinner, also co-host of the show Talking Giants. We took a little time off for the 4th of July, get a little rest and recovery before we start going balls to the wall for training camp. In fact, we're getting ready to do some really cool stuff. But Danny, how you doing? How was your time off? How was your fourth? All that jazz. My time off was good. The fourth was great and all that. Just uh, nice to relax, and especially since there's no news, we didn't miss anything. Yeah. No, there really wasn't. Like We're going to like cover up, up on some of the stuff in like two weeks, and we have like three topics. And like, and they're really not even topics. But yeah, my, my, my time off, even though it wasn't time off, so I was still working, but it was, it was pretty wild. Like I, I almost pulled a JPP. Um, I, I did firecrackers in my truck and accidentally didn't get them out of my truck and just had firecrackers going off in my lap. I think I even posted a picture of my shorts all burnt up. Yeah, you did. So that was, that was pretty intense. And that was like, once it was over, it's like, okay. But see, the, the part where I was smart is I was like, do not grab it because then it'll blow up in your hand. Just try and brush it. Do not grab it because it'll blow up in your hand. JPP, just remember that. Brush. <laughs> brush don't grab when you have fireworks in your lap. Um, I met up, I did our first, I did a first like talking, like talking giants, Twitter world meetup with our guy, Topher Pete. He does a, another show that, so that was pretty cool. He bought me a beer over in Cocoa beach. That was nice. Him and his family were on vacation. Yeah. Yeah. That seemed nice having a little meetup with people and just good to get to know new people out there in the world. Well, what was funny is cause you know, I just, you know, we was on my lunch break, so we just had a beer. And so the bartender heard us talking about. Uh, the Giants and Daniel Jones and the guy goes should have picked Haskins. Oh boy! And I, I was like, I was like, well, you're wrong. And what was funny is to, uh, Chris, the, the guy I was with, he like, I was like being playful, and Chris was like, no, you're dead. Like he was going after him. It was pretty. <laughs> it was pretty funny. Um, and then uh, yesterday I almost died, which was uh, an experience. Got stung by a bee. Was passed out. Like not passed out, but. Had low blood pressure on the ground, pant. I mean, it was wild. I don't even want to go into the whole whole thing, but I will just say, all those people who are freaking out about bees going extinct, I hope they do. I hope that <laughs> all the bees die. I don't care what it happens to the environment. I want all the bees dead. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I hate bees. Like whenever, even if it's a little bumblebee, I'm like running the other way. I'm trying to avoid it. I've been uh, stung. Sorry, I've been, I've been stung by a bee before, and. Like all of a sudden, this time it hits me, and I'm like wheezy and warm, and I just fall out on the ground. And then my customers come out, and I'm just on their front yard, like help, help. <laughs> <laughs> That's I'm, I'm I've never been stung by a bee. Now that I say that, I'll get stung. All right, you're probably wondering why we just stopped. Danny just told me that Russell Westbrook was carried for Jan- or Chris Paul, and I had to go post some stuff for the Simple Man Radio. So there'll be a win radio episode out probably tonight. I'm going to about to text Zach in a bit when I'm done with this. All right, so back to it. The only other thing that happened, non-Giants, 
while we were gone, speaking of basketball, uh, Danny, our Nets got Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving. I don't want to rub it in too much because almost all of our listeners are Knicks fans. No, we don't want to rub it in too much, but, I mean, we just want to say that we, we told everyone that it was happening, and we're now the favorites. Not the favorites. We'll, we'll have a championship, not this year because Katie's still injured. I say we'll have a championship by the time they're done here. It's made me a much cockier person. Let's just oh, say yeah. that. Yeah. Okay. All right. So let's get into the Giants. We'll do a little house house cleaning stuff that happened while we were gone, and then we'll answer mailbag questions. First, we had the supplementary draft. We were one pick behind the Cardinals in the fifth round. A lot of people thought we'd pull the trigger on this cat named Jalen Thompson out of Washington State. I don't know anything about him. I know his stats, but what I do know is that safety is probably our worst position for depth. So I would love to take a, a chance on with a fifth-round pick, and I'm all for taking chances with the later-round picks. But at the same time, I don't know anything about this guy. So uh, there's, no, there's no, like, oh, dang, we, we, we really need this guy. It's like, no, like, did we? Because I have no idea who he is. I mean, last year he had 66, ta- 66 tackles, three for a loss, two interceptions, and eight pass deflections, which is pretty, pretty dang good. Um, so, yeah, I don't know much about him. It would have been cool to to get him and, and learn about him, but uh, just it just wasn't our time. And I, I don't know if any other team would has done back-to-back picks in the supplementary draft either. No, yeah, I mean, I, I'm not acting like I knew the guy or anything, but as you said, we, we need a depth at safety. I mean, hey, he could have been someone that can learn under Antoine Buffet on him and Triple Peppers could maybe be the next duo. But as we said, we both believe it's either going to be Corey Ballantyne or they'll give Julian Love snaps there. So that seems like the plan as they didn't make a move on this guy. But as you said, I don't remember a team that's drafted players in back-to-back supplemental drafts. The supplemental draft is like one good player, and that's it. And that was the case yesterday. Yeah, it'll it'll be interesting to see what he is, although we'll probably never hear about him again. Um, Other stuff that happened while we were gone, Saquon won Breakthrough Athlete of the Year at the ESPYs. Danny, did you watch the ESPYs? I watched parts of it. Uh, It wasn't anything spectacular. I mean, Tracy Morgan made fun of himself for having that lady crash into his car. But I I guess the one thing of note, he kind of made fun of Odell for going to Cleveland. He said he hates athletes that leave their teams and go to like a better team or something like that. He referenced Odell in Cleveland. He said... The only reason why people go to Cleveland is because they're in the witness protection program. So there's that. But also Saquon won the Breakthrough Athlete of the Year award. And he got the award accepted by Dwayne Wade's wife and Odell Beckham Jr. was there to give it to him. Hey, hey, Danny, Dwayne Wade's wife has a name. Gabrielle Union, my apologies. Okay, okay, okay. Did you see Zach Ertz's uh, wife won the World Cup? All right, uh, anyways. <laughs> um yeah i I actually like the espies i like to watch them it's just um i was in the middle of dying yesterday so i didn't get to watch it um anyways i'm gonna i'm gonna milk that beats thing for everything (laughs) it's worth in fact i might pin the show but like bobby explains how he came close to death um and it won't be clickbait it'll it'll be true yeah, it may not be the way you think it. Maybe you think it might be something more dramatic, but no, the bees thing. We need content, people, for at least. I'm, I'm so scared of bees now. It's brutal. I saw a bee today, and I like couldn't get further away from it. <laughs> In fact, that's what you're supposed to do if you get stung by bees is run. And by the way, while I was like laid out on my on my customer's lawn, I just had like ants crawling up my leg, but I could not care less. I was just like breathe, <laughs> breathe, breathe. 
Yeah. Uh, <laughs> the last thing you would think about is ants crawling up your leg while you're struggling to breathe. Yeah, they're like pouring ice water on me, anyways. Um. So yeah, Saquon. I, I that's what I was saying. I like to watch the ESPYS. I like to watch the highlights and stuff. Um, but I just didn't get to watch it this year. But always cool to see our guys represent. I saw it was the first running back since Chris Johnson in 2010 to win the award, which is crazy that Chris Johnson was just a breakthrough athlete in 2010. And, like, he's been out of the league for two years now. No, it's just crazy to see Saquon getting all this recognition, the rookie of the year now, breakthrough athlete of the year. It's just crazy to think that he's done all that and it's only been his rookie season. I can't wait for Daniel Jones to win Breakthrough Athlete next year. Uh, <laughs> uh, we're going to milk Daniel Jones all the way until the end, until he doesn't work. Dude, this show, think about it. 15 years from now, we'll probably be talking about Daniel Jones still. Hopefully. Yeah. yeah. We'll be talking Speaking about of, the next Daniel Jones. Yeah, exactly. Speaking of Daniel Jones, the Madding ratings came out. And obviously, I'm not going to get like worked up about Madden. But it is so dumb that they gave him a 63 and gave Tyree Jackson a 64. It's just, it's almost like they did it just to make their cute little video. Like, and they know, I, Daniel Jones is like Eli Manning where he's not going to clap back, really. And it's like, it's just like they're, everyone's punching bag. Like, oh, we make fun of Daniel Jones. He won't, he'll just be polite about it. And it's like, you want to do, like, I don't know. It, that, it, it didn't make me mad, but it, in the, a little bit in the inside, it's like, really? Really, y'all gonna make this dude a sixty-three? That's so disrespectful, Madden. No, I, I wasn't fuming on the outside, but I was like, "Wow, you really made him a sixty-three. Even Darius Slayton was ranked higher than him, and Darius Slayton's like he was—he was the sixth overall pick. How is he lower than me? As you said, Madden ratings—they just give the better ratings to the more popular guys. If that's the case, I don't know why Saquon's not ninety-nine overall, but that's besides the point. Uh, it was the sixty-three overall. Like, come on, you know he's. I'm not saying he's in the 70s, but he's better than Tyree Jackson. Let's be real here. And I watched some Tyree Jackson when I was looking at uh, the center James O'Hagan's tape. And I know we probably have some University of Buffalo people. All he is is tall with a strong arm. I've never seen a guy just miss people so much. I mean, he was so inaccurate. It was unbelievable. Like, he was he – was, he's just not a good quarterback. Like, And it showed by where he was drafted. I think he went in the seventh round, maybe undrafted. I think he went undrafted. Um, he did go undrafted because he signed with the Bills. Scumbags up in Buffalo. Um, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh, anything else before we went to the mailbag? Sean O'Hare retweeted me, us. He thought I was funny when I said, you can be skinny and pretty on TV, but it will always know you for you the big nasty that you are. So that was pretty cool. Um, any Anything that happened with you with other Giants players or anything, Danny? Nah, it's been quiet on my end. Uh yeah, I've been very quiet with the Giant players on my end. Maybe Eli will retweet me. Just kidding. He doesn't have a Twitter account. Also, go look at my final player breakdown. It's on Eli Manning. It's the final one for the year, so go check yeah, it out. Yeah, pumping through those breakdowns. In fact, we're going to start this weekend um, recording our like break, like break player profile projection preview. They're called PPPs um, of each player. And then once training camp starts, you're going to have episodes every day, the two regular ones and then many episodes. So it's going to be a lot of fun. This was the first week, Danny, where I was like, it's almost here. Like I, I, I got really pumped for football. I think it was maybe because free agency died down and then the MLB all-star game ended. And it was the first time where I was like, man, it's about to be football. And I, like, I, I look forward to the hall of fame game. Like I look forward to it all day. 
And then you watch like the first 10 minutes and like the rest <laughs> of the game, you're kind of on your phone. But it's still extremely exciting to see those guys out there in pads. And I'm the kind of, like, I love the Giants, but I can watch, like, if the Giants were wiped off the face of the earth, I would still watch the NFL just as much, which might not be good in the, the ears of our listeners. But it's true. Like, I just love football so much, and I just cannot wait to start posting football videos and stats and having something real to talk about. No, as you said, like, football is, like, almost here. Let me check the calendar really quickly. I believe we're almost got, like, what, two, three weeks until, like, the first game starts? Four weeks, five weeks, somewhere along those lines? Isn't it August 8th is the first preseason game? August 8th is the first preseason game. Two weeks, I wish it was. But still, training camp is is next week. No, two weeks away, if I'm correct. And we're finally – it's just crazy to think that football is almost here. It's just, I just, yeah, as you said, like, even if the Giants weren't here, I just love the game of football. Like, I was still watching no matter what. Yeah, so next week we'll have, I'm working on an interview. I don't want to say his name because I've talked to him, and it's just, it's, we're trying to get it down. And then I want to do something fun with another one of our guys that we know. This guy can definitely get on, but I don't want to say his name in, until we do it. Um, so yeah, and I haven't—I forgot to tell you about that, Danny. It was—I'll I'll just give you the hint right now, Danny. It was somebody who I told you I reached out to, and they didn't uh, reply back. But then he finally replied back. So you know who I'm talking about. Um, all right. So I think that's it. Uh, Danny, actually, right? I do—I got one more thing about the preseason games. That there's news there. Uh, the Giants uh, have two preseason games that'll be airing on NFL Network. It'd be the Giants versus Bears and the Giants versus Jets, the two first preseason games. Other than that, you're gonna have to follow us to get the information on those two games. But you got two games on the NFL Network to watch for the preseason. By the way, tell people to follow. Tell your friends to follow us, people, because we're gonna be doing like we're gonna be working these games, including preseason, regular season. We are gonna have. All, like we're gonna break down. Actually, I don't want to give it away because I don't want people to steal our content. And I'm a freaking competitive, competitive <laughs> guy. So we're just like, if you're following Talking Giants on game day, I mean, you it's gonna have a buttload of information. It's gonna be a lot of fun. Like, I was I was literally fantasizing about like us doing work, and I, I can't wait. So that's it, Danny. Let's get into the mail. All right, so a lot of people are starting podcasts today. If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. It's free. Their creation tools allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Anchor will will distribute your podcast for you so it can be heard on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. You can make money from your podcast with no minimum listenership. It's everything you need to make a podcast in one play. Download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. You'll be glad you did. Mail time. Mail time. The mail's here. Come on. Here's the mail. It never fails. It makes me want to wag my tail. When it comes, I want to wail. Mail. All right. Thanks, Steve, from Blues Clues. Before we get into the mail, though, Steve. Mail is brought to you by John Boy Media. John Boy Media is the media company that we are a part of. We are starting to grow. Our YouTube page, and I say are very loosely because it's John Boy, but John Boy is up to like 58,000 followers. The YouTube is up to like 200,000 subscribers. 
go check out his breakdowns. If you're a Knicks fan, they have Talking Knicks, Yankees fan, Talking Yanks, which is the number one Yankees podcast in the world. Um, maybe even like bigger than CC Sabathia's. Um, there's <laughs> talking, there's, there's just everything. So man, radio is part of that. They, uh, John boy and, and Jake also do their own radio show. There's just a lot of stuff that they do. Um, so yeah, go check it out. John boy media, John boy follow John boy media. And, and I post everything that we do. All right. So Danny, let's get into the mail. All right. The first question comes from at Peter nine four two eight one eight oh eight he asked giants need pass rushers would you trade lorenzo carter and a third rounder for Clowney? Uh, oh wait was this a question yes it was yeah that's a question all right all right just from two days ago uh no 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 i would i love jadavion but lorenzo carter he's still young and i feel like he could develop into being something else so i want lorenzo carter to stay with the giants <laughs> One, I I agree with you. Lorenzo Carter is a really good piece. I think we all expect a lot about him. And a third-round pick is pretty pretty good compensation on its own for Clowney. But he's on an expiring deal this year. And so it actually made me to look at him. Like maybe Because I was kind of like, dismissed him because of like his injury issues. But if we can get him on like a Golden Tate deal where it's like a four-year deal, whether that is like it's a two-year deal disguised as a four-year deal, he might be a guy we go after in the free agency next year because we're going to have all that cap room. I think it's like 60-something million. Uh, last year, he had nine sacks. The year before, nine and a half. Um, you know, he's 47 tackles, 59 tackles. Um, last three seasons, tackles for a loss, 16, 21, 16. He's been really good. That first couple of years were bumpy because of the injury. But the more I look at it, he could be definitely be a guy that might be our number one target in free agency next year, especially if it's – you know, if it's uh, a two-year deal or whatever it ends up being. No, yeah, as, as you said, uh, trading for him wouldn't make sense now. I, to be quite honest, I completely forgot he is a free agent coming up, so that would be something I'm more in- interested in. But as you said, the injuries, they kind of rubbed me the wrong way, but I think he could be over them. I don't know how many games he played last year off the top of my head. But if 15. We can't, 15 so he only missed one game. Oh, so that's not bad. But if we can get Jadavion on Clowney, then yes, I wouldn't complain because we do have all that money in cap space next year. And as you said, we do need pass rushers. Next question comes from Lons at AZO9090S. He asks, will we make the playoffs this year? All right. That's a pretty in-depth question right there. This is going to be a tough one to answer. So from a fan perspective, yes, 100%. We will, no doubt in my mind. From a legitimate perspective, uh, if we do, I don't see us winning the division. I'm going to be honest. I hate to say that, but that's just factual. Uh, it will be a wild card, uh, maybe a nine and seven. It's gonna be tough. Not gonna be tough because we have an easy schedule. It's just gonna be, can the Giants do it? And right now, I'm gonna say yes, being optimistic. But it'd be, I could be no, really could be no. Bobby, your answer? Yeah, I'm. I'm trying to be more realistic and yeah. and, <laughs> and and not and and be unbiased in this. And so, I was like, okay, how would I look at the Giants if I was a fan of another team? And I think next week what we'll do is we will like kind of go like, all right, this game, win or loss, and we'll try and be reasonable, and we'll do our 53-man roster prediction in one episode. It's like the two boring things that I don't want to do but people are interested in. So we'll probably do that like next week on Tuesday or Thursday, depending interview-wise. Um, I see it as a 9-17 and 
one, you said the schedule is a little easier. I think the offense is going to be fine. I really do. Yeah. Um, it's all on Eli and that right tackle spot. Those are the two biggest question marks. But I, I, I really trust the offense. But the defense, it, it really is a huge question mark. Yeah, yes, we have all these young defensive backs, but that's what they are, is young defensive backs. And if we're going to be blitzing and put them in the man coverage, that makes them vulnerable. So if, if DeAndre Baker can be a you know, you know, defensive rookie of the year, then, yeah, that makes a huge difference for us. We can make a jump like the Saints defense made a jump a couple years ago when they got Marshawn Latimer. Um, and then, like, I trust the back, and I trust Peppers, and I, I really – I'm very confident in Bethea. Bethea was one of my – is one of my favorite guys. He's loved everywhere he's been, uh, whether it's Arizona, Indianapolis. Like, everywhere he goes, the fans are like, man, we really like that guy. He was solid for us. So I, I believe in Bethea. Uh, the corners are a struggle, and the pass rushers. Like I like Lorenzo Carter, but I'm not. I'm not super confident in that Lorenzo Carter is going to be like this borderline Pro Bowl pass rusher. I'm just. I'm just not. Um, and I'm not. And he's not. He's not set to be like Kevon Miller or anything. We don't expect him to be. So I don't know what to think out of him. The other guy on the edge, whether it's going to be Golden, um, maybe O'Shane, uh, you know, jumps up. I, I don't know. So that's a question mark. The middle linebackers. It's pretty sketchy. Uh, I know Ogletree probably gets more hate than he deserves, but he's also not like a top middle linebacker. Um, that other spot between Tay Davis, Goodson, and Connolly, like that's that's a question mark. And then the interior should be set depending on how good Dexter Lawrence is off the rip. Uh, I really like Dalvin Tomlinson and then B.J. Hill. Somebody would be like, so the defense is just a huge question mark. So that's where I really think this team has a lot of wiggle room to, to, to be between like five and eleven. Or possibly eleven and five. Like I, I really do think it has a lot of wiggle room, and we see in the NFL how many times like teams turn it over within one year. So this defense can really come together and, and be a team that is you know top ten, top fifteen. And but the offense, I'm I'm actually pretty confident in. Uh, so yeah, but I I would say to be cautionary, I'll, I'll say nine and seven without going through each game. So are we going to the playoffs? I, I didn't hear your answer personally. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's let me just say, yeah. Why not? <laughs> no, but yeah, I, I agree with the nine and seven. I think that is the safest route to go. Uh, to be quite honest, if this is a nine and seven or eight and eight season because I really believe this team has potential with the offense, the defense. I believe they could turn out to be something. Pass rusher, they're going to be sketchy, as you said. Linebackers, I have the faith of Ogletree. DBs, I feel like we got quality guys in Jenkins, Beal and Baker and Haley. Uh, safeties, I feel are in good hands with Buffet, Jabril. Uh, Jabril seems like a fun guy. I've not, I've looked at some of Jabril's tape, but he seems like a very energetic, physical guy. So yeah, nine and seven and eight and eight, I say would be the lowest the Giants can go. Obviously, they can go two and fourteen, and I'll be like, well, would you look at that? But I say nine and seven, eight and eight is reasonable expectations for this team. Next question comes from at Big Blue Issues. Carlos Rodriguez, he asks, who do you think is going to lead the team in receptions? I'm going with Ingram. Uh, yeah, yeah, that's a very uh, fair answer. If Evan Ingram could stay healthy, then yes, he could easily lead this team in receptions because I feel like Eli trusts Evan Ingram more towards the end of the season as well. You saw it. But 
if I have to go fit after our recent conversations with the veteran leadership of Golden Tate, uh, Eli and Sterling, I say Sterling's going to be second on the team in receptions. I'm going to say Golden Tate just because I feel like Eli and Golden will have a uh, – but mm, you know what? No, I'm changing that. I'm going Sterling Shepard just because I have bad memories of Marshall and my Brandon Marshall, but I'm not comparing Golden Tate and Marshall. I just have that memory of Eli and him not getting on the same page. So Sterling Shepard will lead the team in receptions. Yeah, I'm going to go with Golden Tate. I'm really high on Golden Tate. Um, his numbers have been very solid throughout his career. And if you look at the splits from his trade last year, really good. Like, I, I'm very high on Golden Tate. Um, so I'm going to go Golden Tate. Um, and I do think Shepard will be number two. Ingram, I don't see him being a guy that's going to get six, seven receptions a game. He'll have games like that that will have more. But he's more of like a 18 yards per catch kind of guy than a eight catches per game kind of guy. So uh, Ingram, like I expect Ingram to have a huge role, but I don't see him getting like a large number of volume when you have a guy like Tate and Shepard. Um, and, you know, you know, Saquon's going to get his fair shares of catches and we're going to run the ball a little more often, uh, I think, too. So, yeah, I'll pro- I'm going to go with Tate because I, I just think he's going to be the guy that he like trusts the most. But if it's Daniel Jones, maybe Ingram. But, yeah, it, it'll definitely be. It's really cool to see that there's three guys that you can make an argument for each one of them. Yeah, because before it was it, we if Odell was on this team right now, I would 100 percent say Odell back because Eli was more like, all right, let me throw it to Odell because there's a chance he could catch it because he makes incredible catches. But now that Eli doesn't have, I mean, he has a safety net, but Odell, you he made a three finger catch, so he was more of a. You could throw it to him, and there's a high chance he catches any pass he's thrown to. So, yeah, I like the Golden Tate option. But as you said, if Daniel Jones is this quarterback, our quarterback, it could easily be Evan Ingram because we saw in Duke, Daniel Jones really likes his tight end down in Duke. So, yeah, I say if it's Daniel Jones, it's Evan Ingram, but I'm going to say Sean Shepard with Eli Manning. That's good. Next question comes from Ad Riddle Do. He asks, who could be a surprise to cut this year? Uh, Bob, I'll send this one to you first. Oh man, this is this is a tough one. Um, I'm gonna have to say Cody Latimer, Cody Latimer, because okay. I really okay. think I was gonna say BJ Goodson, but I don't know how surprising that'd be, and maybe that's your answer, and I didn't want to steal from you. I'll say Cody Latimer because I really think they want Corey Coleman to be the guy. I like, I think they're gonna give him every opportunity to be the guy. Slayton, I, I feel like, has a roster spot locked up with him being the draft pick. And then Benny Fowler is a guy that I'm trying not to sneeze. Oh, turn the uh, Sorry, that was really bad podcasting. And then Benny Fowler is a young guy that he, uh, he had receptions in a lot of games last year, and Eli liked him. So I, I could see Benny Fowler, like them just being like, you know what, instead of us you know, kicking the tires with Cody Latimer, uh, going with Benny Fowler. So I'll, I'll say a surprise cut could be Cody Latimer because there's not really many like choices for this one either. For mine, I, I thought about it. This one in my head, it seems crazy, but just going off the fact that in spring, in the spring camps, we didn't really hear much about him. He was more silent than anything. And with the research, it's a uh, Paul Perk, not research, but Paul Perkins now being back with his team. I'm going to go Wayne Gallman. Main reason mm. you got Rod Smith, who the Giants won. They signed him, so they they obviously have high thoughts on him after playing him for the past few years in Dallas. Paul Perkins now for out of nowhere coming back. Who I thought one was off the team, and two 
him getting opportunities with this team. So that's in my headline. Hmm, that's interesting. And I'm also going to, but yes, this, my next point doesn't make sense with Paul Perkins, but uh, Wayne Gallman is a Jerry Reese guy. And, uh, and as I said, I did not hear a peep about Wayne Gallman all throughout spring OTAs. Obviously, that'll change now probably with uh, training camp unless he's battling an injury. So mine's out of the box, but I'm going to go with Wayne Gallman as my surprising cut. I don't hate that because I know a lot of people like Wayne Gallman, and I don't dislike him. But I'm not super high on him. Like, he had 3.9 yards per carry last year. Um, And he, he just hasn't shown me, like, this guy is a really great third down back. And we have Saquon, so we have a three down back. But, yeah, I can definitely see them possible. I won't say definitely see, but that wouldn't be the craziest thing. Um, which And I, I they signed Rod Smith. Like you said, they signed Rod Smith. Paul Perkins is a guy who was a starter for us at one point in the playoffs. So you never know. So, yeah, I, 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 don't, I don't hate that one. Yeah, I, it just made sense to me just because going off what I remember from the spring. Next question comes from at. Isaac, well, no, at Bruegel underscore Poppy 20, Isaac Moretta, he asks, what up, fellas? Who do, you, who do you think will be the biggest surprise coming out of training camp, both a good surprise and a bad one? So do you want to start off with a good surprise or a bad one first, Bobby? I forgot about this question. Danny, won't you go with a good surprise and I'll think? A good surprise coming out of training camp this is a tough one, just because I feel like they're. I'm gonna give one for offense and one for defense, just because I got two guys in my head right now. I'm gonna go with the defense defensive one first, just because he's more in my head right now, and I don't have an offensive one at the moment. I'm gonna go with Sam Beal. Uh, we didn't see him at all last year. Uh, he is regarded as the best player to come out of the supplemental draft since Josh Gordon. So that Sam Beal's got a lot riding on him because we had to wait a whole year to see him, and now he has DeAndre Baker behind him and a very good group of corners just sitting there behind him and you know shank is that his last year so he's got to make uh got to make a statement this year to show that hey i can be the number one corner next year when janoris is gone so for a good surprise offensive i'm going to say sam beal and a good surprise for the i uh, sam beal is my defensive offensive i don't know uh let's, let's go chad wheeler let's say he beats out mike remmers and chad wheeler proves that he's improved drastically over the summer and spring. So, Chad Wheeler, offensive side. Bobby, who's your good surprise if it's just one guy? Okay, so I'm going to include preseason. My good surprise would be that Daniel Jones just comes out and lights it up in preseason. I'm talking like 14 to 17, 201 yards, and three touchdowns in, in a game. That would be my good surprise would be Daniel Jones. I, I, I guess that's kind of a cop-out, but like I, I, I don't expect a lot out of him in his rookie season. And I don't think he's a guy that's just going to – like, you see a lot of rookie QBs, and they come in, and they do check down, check down, check down. They're afraid to make mistakes, and it hurts them in their progression because you can't do that your entire career. We see so many QBs who rookie year, like, they have good stats. They have a good completion percentage. They don't throw a lot of interceptions, but they're really not learning how to win football games. And I think Daniel Jones is a guy who's like, I'm not going to do that. I'm going to take chances. And so my good surprise is he's taking those chances, and he's just – dropping dimes all over the field. Um, so, yeah, that would be my good surprise would be Daniel Jones. Let's, let's do a bad one now. Thanks, thanks, uh, Isaac. Now we have to predict horrible, disgusting things. <laughs> uh, so for the bad surprise, uh, I'm going to say the offense absolutely sucks. Uh, if, they, if they suck, 
then we are in big, big trouble because it's not like the 2016 season where the defense carried us. We know what we got in the 2016 season. We got quality players in that free agency. So if our offense goes out there and bombs this year, this season is not going to be fun to watch, and it's not going to be fun to talk about it every week, just being like, oh, well, the offense sucked again, defense was horrible, and now we're 0-10. There we go. Bad surprise. Bobby, yours. Bad surprise. Either Chad Wheeler and or Mike Remmers both suck, or this one's going to be nasty, but Nate Solder said it himself. Nate Solder gets hurt. Oh boy. That would be horrible. I mean, it's like making me cringe just thinking about it. So thanks, Isaac, for making me talk about the possibility of Nate Solder getting hurt. Thanks a lot, Isaac. <laughs> Final question comes from Jake Roberts at Jake Roberts222. He asks, what defensive player from the 2000 or 2011 Super Bowl team would you add to to this current team? Uh, Carlos Rodriguez responded to it saying, Tuck, it's not even close. Uh, Bobby, I'm going to send this one to you. Any of 2007-2011, what player would you add to our team? Man, that is a tough one. So on the D-line, you obviously got Tuck, Strahan, OC. Tuck might be my favorite. Let's kind of go through it. Middle linebacker, you got uh, Antonio Pierce, um, Kawika Mitchell, and, and those other guys. You know, good players, but not it. Um, the corners, we wouldn't need safeties. You got Antrol Roll, who, yeah, that would be a sneak one. For me, it's... It's between any of those three D linemen, Antonio Pierce and Antrell Roll. Um, I'm gonna have to agree with Carlos. I'm gonna go Tuck. Tuck was really good for that team, man. Like both years, he was just every run game, pass game. He was probably the best defensive line in the two best defensive lineman in the 27 2007 Super Bowl. Uh, like he was constantly hitting Brady. Uh, the 2011 one, we started off with the safety because of Tuck. Um, so, yeah, I'm I'm going to go with Justin Tuck. Although Antonio Pierce, any of the pass rushers are the easy answer, but Antonio Pierce would be really nice to have too. Yeah, I, I have to go with Tuck as well. As much as I love Michael Strahan, just how important Justin Tuck was to both of those teams in 2007 and 2011, all with him just sacking Brady like crazy. It's got to be Tuck, I would add. Yeah, as you said, any of those guys, but I feel like if I had to choose out of the whole line group, it's got to be someone on the defensive line because our defensive line isn't the prettiest right now. So I'm going to go with Justin Tuck as my answer. And that is all the. Oh, sorry, go. Well, speaking of Michael Strahan, like every once in a while, I just get these random thoughts during the day and I go look up pro football reference and stuff like that. And I was just thinking, like, it was crazy. I remember going into the 2007 training camp and even during training camp. Michael Strahan was really close to retiring. In fact, like, I had come to terms with Michael Strahan is retiring. Like, it, it looked like it was a done deal he was retiring. I, I, I remember being at a restaurant at South of the Border, which is at the border of the South of South of North Carolina. It's a cool little town. I love that place. I remember being in a restaurant and watching, like, NFL Network training camp, and they're talking about Michael Strahan retiring and the Giants possibly signing Simeon Rice. And I like Simeon Rice. He's one of my favorite players that not play, that not play for the Giants. You know that defense been for the Bucks. Yeah. But that year he only had two sacks. He was played for Indy and one other team. But it's crazy to think that Michael Strahan was re- like that close to retiring, and like you know he had two sacks in the playoffs, nine sacks that season. So it, it's crazy what the butterfly effect would have been if Strahan decided that he was not gonna come back. So thanks, Mike. I really appreciate you coming back. That'd be like a good 30 for 30 special. Like, what if I told you Michael Strahan retired? That'd be a fun 30 for 30 right there. They should do 
I guess they're going to do something on, I don't know, but I guarantee you those Super Bowls end up in some kind of 30 for 30. Do you ever think about the idea of 30 for 30? Like they're supposed to do 30 of those for the 30 year anniversary of ESPN. And like, it's been like 38 years of ESPN and they've done well over 30 of them. I, that's just the weird stuff I think about sometimes. It's, I mean, we have we have to think of some things while there's no football, and you just thought of the the incorrectness ESPN has done with the thirty for thirty special. I mean, they can't change the name. That's the best thing that ESPN does is the thirty oh, yeah. for thirty. Those are amazing. Yeah, now they got that trashy ESPN Plus service. That's besides the point. Uh, thirty for thirty, good series. ESPN Plus is a sponsor of us, Danny. Well. Your, no, I'm get, just kidding. I'll probably your, do that as a fake ad in some man radio. We we do get those. your service fixed, ESPN. Get your service fixed. <laughs> All right. Do, do you, so, do we got anything else? No, that was the final question for today's show. All right. Well, I guess that's a show. We'll be back on Tuesday. Appreciate you guys not murdering us uh, during this time off. We are going to start ramping it up. It's going to be a lot of fun. Um, and having new and current information. We'll probably have an interview or two next week, and then it is training camp. It's going to be here, man. I I just cannot wait. I know everyone that's listening cannot wait. So until Tuesday, folks, let's go big blue.